Hello, Pastor Deborah here again. I'm sitting at my door. It's a beautiful afternoon. The sun is shining. Just a little breeze is blowing. It's wonderful. So I wanted to come to you today, talk about another part. As we notice on our board, Isaiah 61. We've been working our way through the verses. And we got through verse 3 on the last one. Now we're going to start Isaiah 61 verse 4. So let me read it to you. Everybody sitting down? Are the living creatures here? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh my goodness, I got people sitting on my deck. They're sitting on the ground. They're sitting on the balcony part of it. They're hanging out in trees. I think that's pretty biblical because when Jesus would come into towns, they were on everywhere. Some guy was hanging out in a tree, calling out to him. So that's okay with me if you want to sit on the branch. Mm. You want to just hang out sort of midair, but it's not really midair. The spirit world is different than the natural world, but we're here. Let's open it up. Father, teach us from your word. Reveal to us the hidden things that we may know what you want to tell us spiritually. That our hearts may grow and develop spiritually. That that which has been hidden by religion, denominations, and secret places can come forth. And these precious ones who are here or listening can learn and grow and be fed by your deep spiritual words. Amen. All right. Isaiah 61. I'm going to put my book. And I got lots of papers today. Right up here. I'm also, I'm also multitasking my computer. Which is a. I think it's called a. Shoot I can't remember. A gaming computer. It is uploading a video I did yesterday. On mental health and the forever person. The intersection. It took us from the big bang to the fall. It's uploading right now out of this computer to YouTube while I'm recording. I'm going to try and read the word to you. I seem to have a tendency when I put my Bible up here. I cut off the recording, but I'll try it a little different here. Okay, I'll lay it carefully. We're still recording? Okay. Isaiah 61, verse 4. And they, well, who is that? That is those trees of righteousness that have been planted by the Lord. Those were the people who the Spirit of the Lord God was upon and was anointed to reach and proclaim freedom and deliverance and the vengeance of his, our God. And to bring to them new clothes and oil and beauty for their ashes. So in verse 4, and they, after they have become a tree of righteousness unto the Lord and planted by him himself on earth. They got some work to do. 
Well, you don't think he did all that just so you could do nothing. Remember, back in Genesis one twenty six, we were anointed in the image and the likeness of God to do things on earth. We were to manage it, rule it. We were to manage our system of spirit, soul, the helpmate, and the physical body. We were to take into captivity these demonic fallen angels who were who were and are ruling planet earth and people we had a job to do but we couldn't do it in the condition that we were in we weren't back in the family we hadn't been cleaned up the relationship had not been repaired yet well that's what the spirit of the lord came to do now that when one has become this tree of righteousness and we have pulled up all the other words and ick and we have set new trees in your spiritual heart and your spiritual mind and you yourself have a new garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness not only got a white robe but you got new thoughts and ideas and concepts in your spirit and your spirit has come out from the veil the burqa you have been circumcised according to Hebrews 4.12 out of the flesh yeah a lot has happened to you in three verses isn't that amazing now remember this has been prophesied that this is going to happen now God is a God that he likes to say I'm going to do something he tells us why he's going to do it and the purpose. Now we're getting into the purpose. And they, these trees of righteousness, who had been ick, all you guys out there, they shall build. Stop right there. I try to tell people don't read fast, go slow at every word. I had to go, who are they, Lord? Are you talking about the Spirit of the Lord, you and it? Are you talking about all these gifts? Are you talking about the trees of righteousness? I don't even know who they were at first. But then I have to read other scriptures, come back. Now I know it's they, these trees of righteousness. That means these new, born-again spiritual beings. We've had wonderful things happen to them through the Spirit of the Lord coming through the word, coming through Pastor Deborah and other people who are also anointed to do this. When you become a tree of righteousness, go back and watch that video before this one, then you have to do something. Most people don't get saved and then die and go to heaven. They get saved and they're back on earth. They never left. But what are they supposed to do? So we're learning a little bit more in verse 4. They shall build. What does the word build mean? You know me. I'm going to go to the Strong's Concordance. And I'm going to look it up in the Hebrew. The word build goes to the Hebrews 11.29. It means to begin. It means to build. To obtain children. To make, to repair, to set. So build is an important word. It has many meanings. 
So how do we know which one? You go back to Genesis one twenty six. You see what was originally set for this being with the Spirit of the Lord in it was to do on planet Earth. It was to be a king. It was to build the kingdom of heaven on earth in other people. It was to rule and manage the earth as a king. It was to bring forth other spiritual beings, children, who also would grow and learn to be royalty, follow the protocols of being a royal. There's some people that don't like that. They don't want to be told, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't wear that, you can't do this. (gasps) They don't like it. So, they never get to be it. But others who learn and obey become the ruling people of a nation and a country. So we were to rule this country called spirit, soul, and physical body. This was a nation. It was a garden. It was to have trees of righteousness, trees of life and fruit and beautiful flowers of love, joy, and peace. So these people who the first three verses talked about, after they got cleaned up, got set free, got some new clothes on, got a new spirit, got new mindset, we're back at Genesis 126. We're back at the very beginning. So we have to go back there, and let's read it. I'm going to move my Bible. I hope I don't stop this taping. And we'll read what we were supposed to do. I stayed in Genesis one twenty six for a long, long time. Let's see if I can find it here. Okay. Now, God's talking. Remember, he doesn't talk too much. And God said, let us, in a tape, we figure out that's the male and the female side of him. All of him, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and his word was going to make a new being, a new creature. Wasn't going to be like the angels. Everybody was given free will, even the angels. And all the living creatures were all given free will. You could choose to serve or not. And some of them, Lucifer and some, they chose not to serve. And this new being that was going to be his children were going to be made a certain way and to do certain things. They were going to be like him. And how he was in the kingdom of heaven. But down here on earth. So it says. And God said let us make. That means create. Man. That's the spiritual image. Not a sexual gender. In our image. After our likeness. I have some tapes on those. In the King's International Spiritual Care University. If you'll go there, it's in the basic section called Basic Parents, Basic Image and Likeness. I haven't quite got to the Satanic Image and Likeness yet, but I will. Alright, and it goes on and says, And let them have dominion. That means management, authority, uh, lordship over, stewardship over, The fish of the sea. Now a lot of people think, okay, we can go catch all the fish. It's not what it meant. It meant when anything comes upon you, stress, fear, 
anything that makes you agitated, that you would lose your peace, because I had to look up the word fish. Fish means something that moves by the agitating and the moving back and forth of a tail. And it meant it was parabolic. This God talks to us in a parabolic language. He was saying, you will have dominion over fish in the sea. You can catch them and eat them. But that's not what it really meant. It meant to be in my image and likeness, you would not lose your peace. When something comes, like a fish swimming fast, agitated, you would not get stressed out. You would have dominion over that agitation, that movement, that maybe it's a thought or a word or a circumstance. You would not lose your cool. You would have dominion over those things within your spirit. You would have the peace of God that would not give up to the agitation, the anxiety, the fear, the restlessness. You would remain peaceful. No matter what. A lot of people don't talk about that. Because they're only seeing the natural fish. I was to dominate them. I guess I could tell them what to do. We saw that in the four gospels. Jesus told some fish to get in a net. So you're supposed to have dominion over a flesh creature. The spirit is. But it meant more than that. It's hidden secrets. Alright. Let's continue in 126. And over the fowl of the air. What that meant is there were going to be things that in the air. That were going to be flying in it. What flies in it? Words. Forces. Winds. Hurricanes. Tornadoes. Things that get blown into your life. The breath from other people. Things that fly on our breath like viruses. Because there are spiritual viruses. But he was saying look. The fowls of the air, which we learn later, were demonic spirits. They move in the air. They move in the breath. They move in words. When words come, when they breathe on you, and they bring their fowls, their creatures that move in that, you're to dominate that. You're not to let that come into your system. And if it does come, the fowls that are flying around you, where it could be words, stress, fear, could be creatures, nightmares, memories, flapping and flying. When those fowls of the air come, you're to dominate them in here, in your spirit. A memory is a fowl of the air. It comes flapping in. Flying and buzzing. Some things try to set up a nest in you. And plant their eggs. And produce fruit and living creatures in you. And he's saying don't do that. Be like me. I got these things flying around me all the time. I got people accusing me all the time. They hate me. They don't like me. They foul mouth me. They attack me. But I'm giving you my dominion over them. Don't lose your peace. Don't lose your joy. And don't lose your love. So when you lose your joy, you're going to lose your strength. 
keep peace in here. Tell those fowls where to go. Scoop the air and the darkness and the thickness and the mist and the ignorance and the fog that they fly in. Breathe it out of your way. Move it. Be like me. And over the cattle. The cattle represented our beast nature that we were brutish and we David talks a lot about it when you do earthly temporal things and you don't follow the laws and the commandments of God of love joy and peace and you're not getting your counsel and wisdom from him you are as a brute beast just a cow you have no wisdom he says you are to have authority and dominion over that You're not to allow your thoughts, your actions, your spiritual nature to fall and become a brute beast. Have dominion over your soul. Don't let it just get into its appetites and it doesn't think and just be brutish and ignorant. Be like me. Then he goes, and over all the earth, my physical body, he's telling me, is the earth. Have dominion and authority first over all of my physical body. The lust of my eyes, the lust of my flesh and tongue, over what I hear, over my body's appetites for pleasure and to avoid pain. First, get control and dominion over this earth. Once you get that, then I will give you the rest of the earth. There's creatures and animals and forces, but you cannot dominate them like I do till you first overcome yourself and you get authority and dominion over this territory spirit man that I gave you your spiritual thoughts your will your spiritual emotions and desires your spiritual eyes and ears and mouth and your actions and your purposes first then your soul get that under control Boy, they're going to be fouls. It's going to want to be like a brute beast. Going to be just ignorant and get control over the earth. Your physical body. It has appetites and chemicals. It's part of the earth. Get control over it. Then when you're there. Now I can use you. And over every creeping thing. That creeps upon the earth. What he's saying is. Things are going to start creeping on this earth. Well what does that mean? How about viruses and sicknesses and diseases? We got a virus going on right now. COVID-19. You the spiritual person. Is supposed to be able to speak to that virus. And tell it where to go. It's creeping. Over the physical body. It's attacking. It's making havoc. He says, you're to have spirit, man. Spiritual dominion and authority like I do. Your image and likeness over this thing, anything that creeps 
on your earth, whether it is stress, fear, viruses, bacteria, germs, a bee bite, we get some killer bees or wasps coming in. You're supposed to be able to speak to that thing and tell it, uh-uh, you ain't getting on me. You're to have authority spiritually over all the natural things in the earth. If your spirit's in the right image and likeness of its mother and father, God in heaven. That was the original plan. But that got all messed up in the garden with a serpent, with Lucifer inside, with a fall into the flesh. But his words were out there. They were prophesied. So now we pick up back in Isaiah 61. And Isaiah 61 is saying, When you become this new tree of righteousness, all the old you has passed away, died, been buried, and you got new things in your life now. Now we are going to pick up Genesis one twenty six has not changed. Still prophesied out here in the world. We got some things to do. We got to build some things in here. Our spirit. We've got to begin some things. Develop some things. Rebuild some thoughts. Concepts. We have to repair a lot in here first. Before I can help anybody else, before I can help the world, before I can go into battle, you don't send a soldier into battle when he's still a baby. We got bad enemies out here. And they deserve to have a soldier, a mature spiritual being coming after them. So it says here that they, these trees of righteousness are going to build up the old. Ooh. Oh, what does the word old mean? Yep, I looked it up in the concordance, and here's what we got. It is 5769, and it comes from 5956. It means concealed, vanishing, out of mind, forgotten, past means eternity, eternal, means ancient, means veiled from sight, concealed, blind, hidden, secret things. So we are told as a new tree of righteousness, back with this prophecy, back in our purpose from Genesis one we're to first go inside of us. And we're to start building on old eternal things that have been secretly hidden from us when we were the other way, in the darkness, in the flesh. None of them changed. You don't even know who you are except, I ain't in jail anymore. I'm not in prison. I'm not a spirit of heaviness anymore. I've got some oil of joy and some beauty. Is that all you are now? It's like taking a person off the streets, 
giving them a haircut, a shower, putting a suit or a beautiful gown on them. Said, okay, you're done. And that person goes, for what? Now what do I do? I can't go back to the streets like this. What do I do in these new clothes? Who am I? Why was I even born? What am I to do? You clean me up, put new stuff on me. Why? We're learning. We got to go first and rebuild in here. Inside our spirit, it must go and get the old, eternal, ancient things that have been long hidden in secret places and bring them out and learn them. Put them in our spirit. Discover them. Build this old thing that was broken down. This thing that they says the old waste. The word waste means something had been in drought. It was desolate. It had nothing but desolation. It was a decayed place. It was destroyed. So God is saying that inside your spirit, all the chambers, all the rooms, every place had been destroyed. It knows nothing of the old, ancient, eternal stuff. It's like a baby coming out of the womb. It don't know nothing. It's new, but now it has to learn. It has to grow. It has to take in nourishment and food. So, we're being told in Isaiah 61. First, you get changed. Then... You start doing some things inside of you. You start feeding on the word of God. Taking in his milk of the word. Which is nothing but agape love. God loves you. Do you know how many years I sit in a church. Heard the evangelist who is now in heaven. Say God has a plan for your life. Never heard that before. Day and day in and day out. God has a plan for your life. Then what God did. He slowly started unveiling to me. The parents I was born in. Their names. The born into a military family. Never really belonged in the community. This is Pastor Deborah. What the name Deborah meant. He had to change my first concept of Jan. That's called It's Time. A lot of things have to die, be given up willingly for you to discover who you are, why you were born, to the parents you had, what you're supposed to do as a tree of righteousness, and how you and your life now on earth would glorify this God who did all this for you. Yeah, he enjoys you saying thank you, but he goes, I got other ones that I need to reach. Lots of them who are just like you were. Would you like to partner with me? That's what he did with me. 
And where he set me off was in the deepest, darkest pits you could imagine. Multi-generational Satanism. All over the world. The Illuminati. Dark secret societies. The CIA's Illuminati. I think it's called the Monarch Mind Control. Psychic warriors that the CIA used during World uh, Vietnam War. I had to learn spirit travel. Astro projection. I had to move in spiritual gifts. I, uh, I didn't know that when I was born. I had to learn it. I had to read that Bible. See the battle. I saw that this God was a soldier. He's a mighty battler. He's going after set people free against what gods and demons and goddesses that were not of this earth that people were in darkness and in bondage to them I spent months and months crying in the King's International Spiritual Care University there's a section in the very first part called the Valley of Tears you got to be able to cry and feel pain For those that are, as Isaiah was talking about in the first three verses. Before you can really begin to feel the Father's heart. And know what he wants to do. Then you have to go to school and read and study. You don't have to go to a formal Bible college, but you can. There's nothing wrong with that. But you need to study many denominations, study all the religions, learn what they're doing, study ancient civilizations. Read the word over and over, watch movies over and over, watch a lot of movies, read a lot of stories. Learn, 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 grow, take notes, write down scriptures. My mind was repairing and building old waste places new connections in my spirit were being developed we learned that that when you read to babies things get developed I was putting back in ancient hidden secret knowledge and wisdom I was becoming a worldwide true illuminati I had a secret light shining out of me called the Spirit of the Lord God. I could match up to any Mason, Illuminati, Satanic High Priest, witch. And if I had to do battle with them, I had more power than they did because they moved with the other guy who got cast out. Now, they weren't yet trees of righteousness. But hopefully they would be. So what happened is, this part of Isaiah 61 is telling us that when you become a tree of righteousness and the Spirit of the Lord God that came and He did all that healing on you, put new clothes on you, anointed you with oil, gave you beauty for your ashes, told you the prison door is open, come out of your captivity, come out of the flesh, and you get a Hebrews 4.12 spiritual experience where your spirit and soul are divorced, 
married, split. The sword cuts the soul ties to them. And your spirit can start learning and growing, drinking the milk of the word, the bread and the wine of the word, getting fed by truth. I'll tell you a story how that works. I was in a church, and the pastor was talking about the mission of the church, all the orphanages they were doing, what they were doing in other countries. He did such a great job. And he said at the end, if you feel called to come along with this church and help us in this church's mission, please join and give money and come along with us. I thought it was excellent very thorough informative so I go to my car waiting for my son he's at another church turn on the radio listening to another preacher and he's somewhere in another city talk about angels and I'm just listening next thing I know I see my hand reaching over to my console eating my spirit was eating lamb or chicken while this pastor was teaching on angels because before that happened the spirit of the Lord said to me you have not been fed today what are you talking about I just went to church but to him having the pastor tell us about the church's mission with orphanages other countries what it's called to do he didn't consider that spiritual food out of his word So I came away empty. I went with a plate and got no food. But when I listened to this other pastor teaching on angels, my spirit was getting meat, lamb or chicken. And when he finished, he said, Now you have eaten. We may have holy common union together. Because this is a meal. A golden hand shows up in front of me with a golden goblet. He said, here, have the bread and drink the wine. I had a new revelation of spiritual food connected with truth out of the word. What real holy communion is to the spirit. Because I had to learn that it is the spirit that must do this work. It is the spirit that must worship God. It is the spirit that must eat and have holy communion, not the flesh. And how I learned this was in this same church. There was a person who sat on the front row. I think his name was Seamus, but that wasn't his real name. They knew him as another name. He was a architect, I think, somewhere in town. And he was the shoulder, what they called it, a a king of uh, the Black Forest clan. I think he's still alive. He might be retired now. He was there. He had a Christian part. In fact, he told me his story was he wanted to marry a Christian wife and and go to a Christian church. The only way Satan would let him do it, because he was born into it. And if you looked at him and you put on what the Arabs were, the Arab men, you would think he was an Arab. And um, he had to kill somebody 
to go to a Christian church. Well, it meant so much to him, so he was willing to do that. So he's there, and it's praise and worship time. And I had just gotten the revelation that praise and worship's in the spirit for the spirit person. And I would see his spirit and his demons going around the sanctuary, intimidating, screaming at, going after the spirits of the people in the church service. Some of them had their hands in the pocket. They weren't singing. He looked like, uh, Seamus looked like he was singing, but he wasn't. And he was buddy-buddy with the pastor. Everybody knew him. He'd been there for years. I didn't know until I went there. And, of course, he doesn't talk to me, and I don't talk to him, but we know because it's a spiritual thing. So I observed how spiritual worship is interfered by Satan's people and their demonics. So I was becoming very knowledgeable about the spirit. Very knowledgeable what God wanted. But in this case, in this church, I guess I missed it. And God had to tell me I didn't get fed. But by listening to another pastor about angels, my spirit was eating meat, lamb or chicken. Once I got fed spiritually, then the Holy Spirit and the Lord and God could have a common union with me. Holy communion. We could drink out of the same cup. We could sit at the table together. We could drink real spiritual wine. So I had some of these experiences. So I was able to see things differently. I didn't talk to anybody. I usually was very quiet. And this one church I did go to, he told me I could go in there. But I couldn't talk to anybody. I was in there for two years. Never said a word, except maybe hi. I could easily slip into the spirit. And during praise and worship, I actually watched the people worshiping. And they were struggling. And then I would watch the people go to the altar to get prayer. People were praying loud in this prayer language and being rough. And the Spirit's not receiving any of it. Also in this same church, uh, there was an altar call. The pastor talked about businessmen need to give their money to the church. And in the Spirit, all these multi-generational businessmen, coming through all the people, wanted to go forward. And I knew I wasn't to say one word to them. They had to make this decision on their own. Well, Seamus' spirit went forward with a few of his friends. Now, he was in there physically. He never moved. That was in the morning. So I come back at night, and he's not there. Three weeks, I don't see him. And then he comes through Amanda, because he was connected to Amanda and Isaac of the Black Forest Clan, because he was a part of that, which doesn't exist anymore, because we had to take that one down. And what happened was he told me that after he went forward spiritually to the altar and dedicated his money as an architect to the Lord, to do the Lord's work, he got attacked spiritually because he had demonics. And they put him in uh, one of the hospitals here. I think it was Sacred Heart Hospital. And then he was ordered out of town and moved to Atlanta. So when the Spirit decides to reach out And you don't get delivered, you get attacked. So here in Isaiah 61, we're learning you're supposed to do certain things. Sometimes 
You have to get knowledge of the old things that you missed. You have to learn the spirit world. Learn about the demonics that are here. Learn that praise and worship is a spiritual activity. Learn that words are spirit and life for the spirit. So you had to go back and step out of religion, out of denominations, and out of the flesh to start rebuilding in your spirit the old waste places and bring in this hidden and rebuild and repair and bring to this desolate dry spirit so mind the ancient concepts and thoughts and truths the spirit had to learn so he's saying first you they the trees of righteousness you shall build this it's sort of like if you go to school the teachers there the information and you must choose to build your life to learn to grow you must do it the teacher cannot force you to learn they cannot force you to study you must choose with your free will to build your new life up spiritually you must choose to study and to look and not just be entertained you must choose you must build you must do the work nobody's going to force it on you and build it for you you must build your old waste up now your teacher will help you before I even came here I'm looking up in Strong's Concordance I'm praying the night before on what God wants me to say what stories he wants me to use I am preparing now it looks like I'm just doing this and I am because I've been doing this a long time God directs me I talk he gives me stories to you to help people as a tree of righteousness I had to drink from the living waters I had to have the sunshine on me the rays of truth and light I had to have revelations come to me I'll use another one when I was getting started I used to do the Easter Bunny Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy I'm reading the scriptures and it tells me don't believe and follow vain worldly imaginations and philosophies I go I've been doing that myself I had been lying to my 10 year old son that there was a Santa Claus an Easter Bunny and a Tooth Fairy but I was them those were vain philosophies that I had to be shown because I wanted to change I had to have the desire to build up and these old desolate decaying tumorous ick and because my heart wanted to change 
and rebuild and go get truth. He could reveal it to me when I was ready. <gasps> he said, you are going to go. Get on your knees. This was part of it because you've got to deal with the pride. And you're going to ask your son, who's 8 or 10, I can't remember, to forgive you for lying to him about that there was a Santa Claus and the milk and the cookies and the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny. And you're to ask his forgiveness. Part of this building up these old places that are decayed and destroyed is you're going to deal with the pride. Some people will never come forward in a church altar call and have somebody pray with them. Too prideful. Some people will never get on their face and their knees in church. Too prideful. God going to deal with your pride, your religion. If you are truly wanting to build new things. He ain't going to let you sit in that stuff in your soul and in your spirit the way it has been. He's done too much to bring about change. I hear people saying, well, whatever I see and I decide. Then I hear, well, that's what our denomination believes. Got to come down. I had to learn there's a kingdom, a government. There will be no churches, no denominations in this kingdom. None. We are the church. The church is the ecclesia. It is the government officials of the kingdom. So if you don't talk kingdom talk, you don't see yourself as a kingdom, you just see yourself as a child, then that's what you are, a child. Because your own words just say, I'm just a child of God. Some people say, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. That's all you are is an old sinner. You're still a sinner. So I had to get after some people who go to the AA and NAs and they, they get saved. They find this higher power. They get changed. They don't drink anymore. And they go around the group. Well, I my name is John and I'm an alcoholic. No hell you're not. If you got born again, you are a new creature in Christ. The old waste destruction the is gone. The new you never did drugs or alcohol. But they stay how the world tells them. Cuz they have not yet built the old waste they're new trees of righteousness but they're drinking decaying water they're not getting pure sunlight they're not bowing they're they're staying in a system that's not the kingdom the kingdom's hidden from them they're still in religion and denominations and rehab systems and that's not what a new tree of righteousness needs so in Isaiah 61 he's telling us first we're going to start rebuilding here we're going to get that I Genesis 1:26 kicked in going to start learning who you are 
Who are you made in? What image and likeness are you made in now? What are your purposes for your spirit, soul, and physical body? We've got to build some stuff in here. But this stuff has to discover the ancient eternal truth. you got to become an Illuminati. A light bearer. You will carry secret knowledge and things that only God can reveal to you. That's what the Illuminati, they like to go, we get this dark light, only we know, you don't know, we the Illuminati. Well, honey, I got ancient stuff they don't even know about. I can match them up any day. They don't even know half the time what's going on. You have to build. So Isaiah is saying we got a mess. You weren't. We got to get back to Genesis one twenty six. Get you back on your path. Boy, you got off in some caverns and muck and mud and stuff. We got to get you out of there. Clean you up. Put you back on the path. Now we're going to start working. We're going to start building back up. Getting strength, knowledge, and light. These old waste places that still may be heavy. Even though you're a new tree, we got rid of some stuff. But now we got to change the deep thoughts, concepts, the ideas, your beliefs. And while we're doing that, the enemy's out there coming against us. So in this part of verse 4, we're just learning a little bit of what when we become a tree of righteousness what we're going to have to do we got to start building beginning anew we got some waste places in our life that are desolate they don't have joy in it yet our soul definitely doesn't a lot of us got bad memories and flashbacks and triggers bad words we're still calling ourselves victims and survivors we still got bitterness and anger and fear we got to deal with it but we start he starts deep on the inside with the spirit and work his way out so right now we're learning that the spirit of the Lord God is upon his word and pastor Deborah because the Lord has anointed the word and pastor Deborah To proclaim and announce good tidings to you. To the meek, those that were without strength. To proclaim freedom to the captives of ignorance and darkness. That the opening of those doors, you can come out of the flesh now. Take off the burkas. You can come out of the prison cells of slavery and captivity. You've been bound too long. It's time to come on out. And to proclaim that this day that you're hearing this is the acceptable year of the Lord. The day of the Lord's vengeance against ignorance and darkness and Satan and his demons and hell and death and the grave and captivity and prison. Go watch The Matrix with Neo. 
great to watch. You'll get some good visuals. Another one to watch somebody coming out of slavery and darkness is the movie Helen Keller with Anne Bancroft. The little girl Helen was trapped inside of she couldn't hear, she couldn't see, she couldn't talk. But Annie believed there was somebody in there and fought to bring that child out and she did. The child became alive again. And then she wanted to know. We need the Annies to light our lights and to help us. Pastor Deborah's an Annie to the Helens of the world, a Morpheus to the Neos of the world, to a Gandalf fighting against Sauron. That's what the Spirit of the Lord is down here. When he finds a place where he can anoint. Because all of those show the battle that has to be fought. The day of vengeance. It came on a cross. And it was sent to set you free. To give you beauty for your ashes of your life. The oil of joy for your mourning. To give you new garments of praise. A new spirit. A new mind and thoughts. Clothes. For the spirit of heaviness. So you would become a tree. A strong righteous pillar. Foundation. Of agape love in the spirit of the Lord. So you could begin building the waste. If you would like some of the waste. The desolation and destruction and the viruses out of you. Let's go. Father your word says. That you came with your spirit of the Lord. Your cleansing hand. Reach into their spirits. Their souls and their physical bodies. That which does not belong there. Even if it has legal rights. Take the legal rights away. Because they have found you. Father begin. Rebuilding these waste areas. Begin. To grow and nourish these trees. Let your living water flow. Let them hear. You have a plan. For their life. Let them find Isaiah 61. And read. Show them Genesis 1.26. Open them up through the movies. We've talked about. Bring life. Out of death. That which was thought to be impossible. Birth life out of burned ashes. Like the phoenix. Anoint them. With the oil of gladness. Father you know what each one needs. You know what you need to clean up. Begin your mighty work. Let them know that your hand. Can reach them no matter where they are. No matter what cave they are in. In Afghanistan. Somalia. No matter if they are in the military. Doesn't matter if they are on a ship. The International Space Station. 
doesn't matter what nation or country they are in even in the womb and if we have to go into hell like we have done then let's go get them do not be denied your victory that you had on the cross pour out your spirit of the Lord God on every heart that's crying out to you do your battle father as you are the mighty one who battles for the little ones bring forth the illuminati the true ones with the true light of eternity and love joy and peace shining out in the holy spirit anoint them as the illuminati of the kingdom of heaven in your son's name christ jesus if you want that and pray that it is done And let the world see a light shining from you. Father, put shepherds around them to protect them. Send forth your angels so when Satan knows what's happened, that they will believe. And Father, show them that you even got power over a COVID-19. If they got it, send it back. Make it disappear and bring healing. So they will believe that you are the God that heals, not only spiritually in their soul, but you can touch the physical body. For the dirt belongs to you. Every virus and every bee, every bacteria is under your authority and your voice. So they will believe. So the doctors will believe. So science will have to bow its knee. To the spirit of the Lord God. And that the day and the age of reasoning. Will be ended. Amen. Goodness. That was a wonderful teaching. Come again. I'm going to hopefully get this one up. As quick as I can got to do some other things today i've been pretty busy beautiful day out let me know how it's going in the spirit or whatever glad to hear you the next one will be the next part of verse four we'll learn a little bit more then we're going to work all the way through to isaiah 62 and then we'll find a couple others because boy is this stuff packed solid and full I don't like to go fast, as you know. I like, I'm a slow teacher. I, but do you know what he made me do? He makes me write down every word of the scriptures. Every single one. Even a if or a and and look it up. He even had me write down every single word of the three movies of The Matrix. And Helen Keller. Why words are important visuals help us he has people working through the avengers every movie they're getting dreams star wars you might think george lucas wrote it Mm -mm. you're getting this from somewhere god's always going to be in there working there's some great movies out there wonderful stuff to help you 
learn about free will. Pride, there was a great one, Kevin, uh, Kevin, I can't, who you played, Neo, and um, what's his name that played out? I think it's Al Pacino. They made a movie about lawyers. Can't remember the name of it. And this young lawyer sacrifices his wife. And then we get into the lawyer's office, who's really Satan. And it's all about sex and uh, Kevin's mama when she was uh, came to New York and about pride and all kind. Great. I can't remember the name of it. There's Oh, another good movie to learn is Arnold Schwarzenegger. The end of days. You want to see what he does? He'll get you into the parades, and he'll get you into the uh, watching the balls drop while his people are on the side trying to bring all hell loose. Took one man, Jericho, willing to lay down his life for a young girl. Satan goes on while you're out there at the ball games, while you're just having fun and being entertained. He's moving in the shadows. Just like the Lord of the Rings. Moving in the shadows. So if you're not paying attention to the shadows. And the voices in the shadows. You ain't paying attention spiritually. Okay. That was my little words of wisdom for today. Everybody enjoy. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your freedom and deliverance. I'll see you next time. Bye. Love you.